the youth of Ireland are probably, I would say, the real future of the Irish language, right? And so we've made a donation to Fechtis. So let us tell you a bit more about that. Welcome to episode 85 of the Bite Size Irish Podcast. So this process, we've been looking at it in bite size since about mid-2018. We started thinking, right, what can we do to really help with the Irish language in a way that uh, we're giving back more to the language we're helping the language more and Siobhan our language assistant at Bite Size she went off and volunteered basically to do a research study um, to find out what are the charitable organizations in Ireland that relate to the Irish language we came across across quite a number of charities charitable organizations and we shortlisted some. We spoke to a couple. And when it really came down to it, uh, it's helping the youth of Ireland um, speak the Irish language, make the language part of something that is part of their their peer group, uh, something they can socialize through, not just something that they learn in the classroom. And that's why we've donated, at the start of 2019, €500. Euros from Bite Size Irish Gaelic Limited to Fechtis. They're uh, an Irish youth organisation. And today we're going to play you an interview with Loretta. She works at Fechtis and she helps um, understand basically what Fechtis do. Um, here we go with the interview. Thanks to Loretta for her time at Fechtis. It was over the phone, so audio might not be great, but should be okay. Hope you understand it. And afterwards, we'll have a listener question. Okay, here we go. And today, I'm talking to Loretta at Factus. Loretta, can you talk to you? We'll continue in English um, so people, the broader audience can understand. But this is a bit weird because we were speaking in Irish until now. But we keep going in English. So, so Loretta... You work at Factus, so what Factus? It's a charity, but who does it serve? Um, we at Factus we're an Irish language and um, youth organisation, mm-hmm. and what we do is we organise youth clubs through the medium of Irish for young people outside um, school hours, and the age group um, is from ten years up to eighteen years of age. And we also run summer camps in the months of July to August for 8 up to 18 years of age as well. And we do a lot of uh, trips away for the young people as well. And at the moment, we're actually working on our annual national table course, which we call Comotus Taranagest Factus. And the way that works, on that starts off in September and it runs through until March. And we would take part and I'd say probably about up to 50 schools all throughout um, Ireland. Oh, fantastic, yeah. So um, you're all about the youth, which I love because I think uh, the future of the Irish language can only come from young people and from within the family 
they're the source of energy and regeneration for the language and that's fantastic um so you said um that you run camps summer camps is that right during the summer we do yes we do run summer camps and we're very grateful to um Forest McGilliga who um actually fund those um summer camps for us and yet again, it's just like any youth work through the Irish language. Yeah. For example, in the summer camps now, we would run a circus workshop. We would have a trip to Tato Park, which is a big um, amusement place here in Ireland and County Meath. So yet again, it's just um, having fun and just through the language that the young people choose. And one of the other things I have in my camps, in my youth clubs, I don't have a rule that's where the young people have to talk Irish because they don't need it. Because ah, the young people just come in and just talk the language. It's what oh, they yeah. want to do. That's and fantastic. As I say, just outside school and it's a time where they can just meet up with their friends and talk the language that they ah, want to talk. I love it. And so the first thing you mentioned was these these youth clubs um, out of school hours. So give us a, a taste. Is it that the they meet up in a in a hall community hall and what would they do is it like for an hour what happens oh i'll tell you what um our clubs are all volunteered and run as well and i have to say i'm so grateful to the brilliant volunteers Mm. we have as well without them we would not be able to run um these youth clubs Mm. um the youth clubs would start would be would excuse me the youth clubs run from six o'clock to half eight every evening and each youth club has their own costume, their own committee. That's mm. where they would have the Kyrlock, the chairperson, the Rooney, the secretary, and they would make decisions themselves each week what they would like to do every other week. Oh, yeah. So they would do games, arts, crafts, and I said we also would run um, workshops. We have yoga workshops for Irish. We have the Ramayokta um, through Irish as well. Drama, and yeah. there's also, um, we have Irish language radio stations down here in Dublin as well. There's one called Radio Rira, where the presenters will come in and there's absolutely a brilliant workshop where they show the young people the skills of interviewing. Mm. And they show them how to do that, how to do interviews with each other as well. So yes, they learn quite a lot as well, and um, but in a fun way. Yeah, fantastic. And I... Yeah, we we have to break that tie somehow because I even see in my local Grail school where one of my kids is attending, it's hard to break the Irish language into something that they use to communicate with each other. So bringing it outside of the school context and making it just, it happens to be the medium, right? Um, But they find a way to, to have fun through that. I think that's such a valuable effort and I agree with you. Well done to the volunteers um, who are all part of this and well done to you because from what I understand, you help basically uh, like set up these clubs or run these clubs and practice basically keeps the show on the road. And you also mentioned table quizzes. Um, so if listeners don't understand exactly or if you're not familiar with the concept, you bring, you have teams of kids and they're answering questions. Yes, like for system. example yeah. now, mm-hmm. we have one running now um, this coming Monday, the 12th of November, and that's been down in County Meath there. And what way it works is we will contact a school in a local area and tell them that we will be doing a quiz, and yet again, outside school hours. Yeah. 
So we would organise all that. So what we would do then, we would contact all the local schools in the area and invite them to the school that's holding the competition. Mm. And only two teams get through um, to the All-Ireland. So then in March for the All-Ireland competition, we would have about 22 schools on the and it's a very high standard as well, which yeah. is great about this as well. It's not all um, Gale schools. It's not all schools through the medium of Irish. Also, English-speaking schools take part as well, which is brilliant. It gives them the opportunity to help with their Irish as well. And yet again, all the questions and answers are through the Irish language. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so I love the team that's running through all this. It's having fun. It's outside of school hours, but it's being inclusive and just getting kids to to be proactive and active through the language. I love it. Um, yeah, that's why it's important because if it's in school hours, sometimes it's like you have to do it. At least with this, it's the children mm -hmm. deciding themselves that they want to do oh, these activities. Yeah. yeah, fantastic again. And bite size, like it's not a, a huge chunk of money that we can contribute, but it is a, a portion of our revenue at bite size. So for bite size paying members to sign up, they're in effect helping out practice in in their own little way. And so Loretta, what can a little donation from bite size do for practice? Is it is it too little or can it help uh, move the needle as it were? First of all, thank you very much um, for contacting me, and we're actually very grateful um, for any uh, contribution. Um, no, no contribution is too small for us. own. and <laughs> um, to be to be honest with you, um, it would help us subsidise our activities. It would help add to, especially our annual um, national table quiz and commodities trainingish factors. We could use it to help us get more material and for um, public for uh, public publicity um, as well and if the bite size were to contribute to that we would make sure that that will be mentioned on our website and also when we would be doing um, our quizzes and stuff like that so the sponsorship would definitely be um, mentioned and the logo will be on the website as well and because we'll go with that. Oh yeah fantastic well Loretta thanks a lot for your time I have to thank you so much for taking the time out um, to help arrange this and uh, I hope that the listeners got a good flavour of what Bactus does and if they're hearing this it means that Bytice has already contributed to Bactus and they're helping just um, with such a, a fantastic energetic cause that I can see is contributing directly to the health of the Irish language so I'm really proud to be Part of that. So, Gurmi, like Mahagut Loretta. Gurmi, Gutenon, and your listeners also, we have a website now. We're working on it at the moment, but if they want to go in and have another look, it's www.factus.ie. Excellent. So, follow your road, and we'll put a link to your website as well so people can do it directly. Thanks a lot, Loretta. Thank all right well wasn't that fantastic i hope you got a bit of the taster of why we donated that money and thanks to um loretta for making the time to speak with me and you might have heard that we mentioned november that was november 2018 so we were arranging the donation then but didn't uh get the paperwork through basically until beginning of january 2019 so thanks loretta and um it's really nice to be part of this part of 
the organization of factus the way just to be uh, contributing in some way and not only that thanks to our bite-sized members who um through revenues through your membership made this possible so as bite-sized members you're making this possible and thank you so much so on we go to the second part of this podcast um i love featuring uh, recorded questions from our listeners and this week i'm gonna uh, feature three recordings from kelly who um first of all recorded this thank you message to the podcast so away we go it's misha kelly i'm speaking from new york city and i wanted to thank you for your wonderful lessons and podcast i'm having so much fun learning irish your demeanor on the podcast is so welcoming and joyful it sounds like you have a smile on your face whenever you speak it makes the podcasts even more fun knowing that you're enjoying yourself so much Thanks again to you and your whole team at Bite Size Irish. Slanga fall. So, Grameena Mahaga Kelly, what I loved was that Kelly used a bit of Irish, and I could tell that she had obviously been, been learning Irish or something. There was some context there. So, I sent her a message back and said thank you, and I asked her for a bit of background, and this was her reply. Giawich Ermajan, I think that's how you say it. Garv <laughs> Maga, for your reply. Um, I totally wasn't expecting that. That was so kind of you. Um, I first became interested in learning Irish after visiting the west coast of Ireland this summer. I made some friends that I've kept in touch with, and they grew up speaking Irish. And I wanted to learn a little of the language, so when I go back this summer, I'm going to be staying there on a sheep farm for five weeks. Um, I want to be able to speak a little bit and surprise people. So I learned a couple phrases from other podcasts, like One Minute Irish, but I, then I found yours, and I loved all the interviews about the culture and travel and all of that. The comprehensive nature of it was just amazing. Um, so I'm on my 15th day of the trial on Bite Size Lessons, and for sure I will try, um, I will sign up for the rest um, when the trial is over. So thank you so much. Have a great day and I'll talk with you later. Bye-bye. So very interesting. I get the impression that Kelly makes possibilities. Kelly takes the opportunity and asks people, asks people questions. She's curious. She connects with people and obviously made friends uh, last year during her time in Ireland. Very interesting because it's very easy to visit a country and not make any connection with any locals. So it's really, for me, <clears throat> I don't know the, the real context, but it depends on your mindset, I think. It depends on, are you open to possibilities? Are you open to even trying a bit of Irish language on the locals when you are visiting Ireland? So what Kelly did do, she replied um, a week later after taking um, the free trial in Bite Size, she had dug in a bit deeper, and here's the third recording from Kelly. So yeah, most of the Irish I know now is because of Bite Size Irish, which is fantastic. And I wanted to tell you that my favorite lesson was the one with the numbers, um, Yeah, like which I just did yesterday. And all day at work today, I was thinking, a hen, a do, muck is bo. So, 
That was really helpful. <laughs> thank you for that. So I guess I just wanted to say that also. Thank you for the um, recommendation just to listen to Irish radio. I have done that. It's nice to just have it in the background. And I never would have thought of that had it not been for your podcast. <laughs> um, what I love there is, yeah, listening to Radio Nagueltechta, for example, to make the radio online um, part of your everyday um, it's such an easy little thing. You go to rnag.ie and you press the play button or you there's podcasts, there's recordings, there's archive shows, there's a whole selection of stuff you can listen to there. And that's just one of the Irish language radio stations. And listen to it even in the background and you're making the Irish language part of your everyday. What I love about this method is this, that... If I swap it around, if I flip this around on its head and ask, what way could you ensure that you will not learn the Irish language? What would you say? Well, it would be to never make the Irish language part of your day. That's the one absolute surefire way to never kind of advance with the Irish language. So to flip it around, to flip it back around, uh, listening to the radio for five minutes a day it is enough to make it part of your day. I'm not saying that you'll be fluent from listening to the radio, but it's one of those fundamental things that you can do without much of an excuse. Um, we're all online, at, either through our phones or computers, uh, smart TVs. You can just press play, just listen. You don't even have to actively listen. Just leave it on in the background. And if you can build that habit every day, you're you're getting so much more Irish into your everyday life than most people ever do. A lot of people that are in touch with us through Bite Size Irish, they're um, so motivated to learn the Irish language and they know why they want to do it. They can feel that deep connection that it's giving them with their Irish heritage. But it feels like such a big task, right? Oh, I can never learn a language. And guess what? Uh, it's hard to learn a language and you might not actually ever get there to fluency. Actually, I don't think you, you probably won't. Um, but it's the journey that counts. It's what it's what how what makes this important is the journey. It's the journey that counts. And if you can enjoy the journey, isn't that what life is about? <laughs> it's not about uh, attaining this um, fluency uh, of the Irish language at the end it's making that connection feeling that sense of belonging with our Irish heritage well there you go so I'm going to leave you with Tsukumo and thanks to them as always uh, you hear them under a Creative Commons license and until next episode of the Bite Size Irish podcast please do come to www.bitesize.irish go to podcast you can find it under the blog menu right now as I record. Maybe we'll change that around, but you'll find it there. And what you can do, you can press the button to record your question like Kelly did and be featured on the podcast. I love having people in touch through the podcast because it's what makes it worth it. And yes, um, it does put a smile on my face when I get a recording and being able to uh, include it in the podcast. Be sure that maybe um, write out your question so you know what you want to say in your question. Try to be in a quiet room if you can, but that's not so important. And I do look forward to hear from, hearing from you. So until next time, slán. Mm-hmm.